1: right now lucky enough to have brand new usf men's basketball coach brian gregory joining the show hey let me ask you this coach uh this is a men's basketball program that does not have a long history of success what has to happen here to change the expectations and to change the culture
0: well you know i i think first we, we, we don't want to change the expectations if they're in if those are building a great program and being successful and doing all the things that, you know, kind of represent a great program, and that's graduating your players and having them uh, be successful on the court, playing in the postseason. We don't want to change those. but
1: Maybe outside expectations then.
0: Yeah, you know, I think the, the biggest thing for us is, you know, we, we do have to build our culture here, which hopefully will put us on track to do those things. Um, you know, there's so many pieces in place here, so many Characteristics of a successful program—from the facilities to the the academics within the university, from the leadership within the university to the support that we have—you um, know, the, the the practice facility, the unbelievable arena, all those things—a great recruiting footprint to to bring in players from. Uh, so you know, when you when you take over a program, what you really want to focus on is What are those positive things? How can you highlight those? But as you said, you also have to know the shortcomings and and attack those head
2: on. Yeah, and I'm assuming, obviously, uh, your players graduating is very important to you. Every Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket four-year senior under you graduated, so I'm I'm guessing that's a big part of your game plan. But you also got a lot of of coaching knowledge, I'm sure, from Coach Izzo uh, with your time at Michigan State. I'm guessing that stuck with you throughout your coaching journeys. Am I correct?
0: Yeah, no, no question about it. I, I, I'm one of the only two other other coaches, Tom Crane and myself, were fortunate, blessed enough to to work alongside Coach Izzo as assistants under Judd Heathcote, and then also worked for him when he was the the head coach. So the the I would say uh, that the, all the great things that this profession of, of coaching has given me is all due to my time at Michigan State, and as something my – I use every day, uh, not only in the in the recruiting, but with working with players and spending time with players and building those relationships and also building a, a relationship within the community and supporting the community. So many of the things that you want to do as a, as a head coach on the positive side of things have come from what I learned from Coach Izzo. And, you know, 27 years of coaching now, um, there's probably not a day that doesn't go by that I don't use a lesson I've learned working with him and then working for him.
1: New USF men's basketball coach Brian Gregory joins us. Brian, let me ask you this, Coach. When you talk about your team you have returning next year, how much do you know about your returning players? Have you had a chance to meet with any of them yet?
0: Yeah, I, I've done the um, first two days You know, in, in terms of last week you know, you kind of get the official announcement, but the guys were on spring break. So I was able to hop in the plane and go see three or four or five of them last week and then spent the first two days of this week after they came back from that break, um, you know, sitting down with them and talking to them, kind of giving them uh, my vision, not only for the program moving forward, but for each of them as individuals. And I did my due diligence, watched them on film. I knew some of them uh, through the recruiting world and different things like that. So, you know, the biggest thing is you, you got to realize that the, the challenges and the difficulty that they went through this year, kind of understand where they're at when it comes to our program, and then just try to build relationships and and see which which of those guys really fit, and and just kind of move from there. But to let them know I'm here for them, you know, get, put them through some workouts, get a little sweat going with them, so they know that that I'm going to be on the on the court trying to help them reach their full potential.
2: Yeah, and you mentioned meeting some of these guys on the recruitment circuit. Now, you've been regarded as a good recruiter in college basketball. How can you carry those skills over to the state of Florida where you may not have as many ties as far as recruitment is concerned?
0: Well, you're right about that. And that's the only way I know how to do it, and you talked about Coach or what I learned from him as well, you got to work you got to overwork. you got to be, as I said today in the press conference, the first one in and the last one to leave. you got to grind it out when it comes to the recruiting. Um, but the most important thing in recruiting is building relationships, and that takes some time. But if you don't try, you're never going to get them. And, you know, obviously you also build a staff that has, you know, contacts throughout the state, in particular, you know, within our footprint of our campus right here. Um, that kind of will will accelerate that process. So I'm looking forward to doing that. But if, I also know, you know, and we recruited Florida a little bit when I was at Georgia Tech. The so one thing that you have to do is just spend the time with, those, with the coaches, both on the AAU circuit and in the high schools.
1: Let me ask you this. When it comes to recruiting as well, um, how much of it do you use when, – when you talk about – you've had 24 players go on to play in the NBA or professional basketball that have gone through your program. How much do you use that when it comes to recruiting?
0: Well, you, you, I, I use it a lot because, you know, to be honest with you, I want to recruit guys that want to be pros, you know. And, and the one thing I always tell them, okay, if you tell me you want to play in the NBA, then I get to hold you accountable to the things that I know you have to do to get there. You know, one of the things, 24, you know, a, that, that's a great number, but – probably coached just as many guys that could have made it to the NBA that didn't for one reason or another. And, you know, the, the the best part about coaching those guys that made it is I was able to see what they did on a day in and day out basis. And I always tell the players and I tell recruits, do your daily habits match your goals and aspirations. Because if they don't, then, you know, there's only one person to blame. And if they do – then let's get the work together and see if we can get it done.
2: We're talking right now with new USF basketball coach Brian Gregory. And, Brian, what do you think your biggest strength is as a coach?
0: I think it's in the relationship building uh, with the players, um, you know, in, in terms of, you know, building the, the, that strong relationship that helps you create the culture that you need to create. And our culture is built on our core values, on our, our daily habits. Um, on the team qualities that we want to have. And it's, as I said, it's got to be our number one priority. You have to work on it every single day. You know, we're going to recruit high character kids and highly talented players. And if you can build the right culture, and, and that culture is, you know, it, it, it's not static, it, it, you have to do it every single day. It has to be something that is so important to you. Um, and just through the years, just really developed an ability to kind of to try try to you know get that done. And I think that I think you saw it in the you know kind of the reemergence at, at the University of Dayton when I was there. And I think you saw it you know my last year at, at Georgia Tech with our first recruiting class. Um, just really proud of what what that program is doing this year too. Because I do think a, a pretty solid foundation had been set, and that's what we need to do here. Because I'm not interested yep. in, you know, just having a good team once in a while. We want to we want to be able to sustain that, and the only way to do that is by your culture.
1: And I know everyone wants to get into the big dance, but I have to imagine that immediate goals start with within the conference, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, obviously you have a, a ultimate vision of the program of where you're at, but. As you guys alluded to, and, you know, again, I'm not going to back away from it. we we got some challenges in front of us, and we need to day by day make, this, make the steps that we're establishing ourselves as, a, as a, a program and the things that go into having a great program. And when, when those things are in place and you follow that process and you're focusing on that, I've just found both in my time at Michigan State, Conor Dayton, and Georgia Tech, that the wins take care of themselves. You know they just really do, and you know Coach Sizzle never talks about winning. He talks about these are the things that we need to do to be successful, and if you do those, then you then you're then you're winning games. You're playing in the postseason. You're playing in the NCAA tournament, and and when you get in that, then you you got a chance to advance and do some re- very very special things. And that's what this group that has now this this group that's here, those guys that really buy into it. They're gonna be able to see themselves as the foundation and a legacy of, you know, they fought through a lot of tough times and we're gonna be able to look back on that down the road and say just how important they were.
1: Coach, today is definitely about you, but we can't get you out of here without asking if you've got any memories from your time playing alongside the Admiral.
0: (laughs) You know, it's funny, I got probably five calls from my you know, from teammates that played on that eighty five, eighty six, elite eighteen. Um one guy actually was in town uh and he stopped, he stopped by and, and it it was just an unbelievable team and I mean team in every sense of the word. Uh guys were just committed to each other. I didn't play much uh but I felt every bit as important as David Robinson and Vernon Butler and, and Kyler Whittaker, you know, and there's a bond between those guys that no one can break one of my proudest moments was actually i think maybe last last winter we finally got the elite 8 rings we had never gotten a ring for that wow. for making the elite 8 and the reason why is cuz at the academy the big honor is to get your class ring as a junior so they never wanted to give you something that kind of overshadowed that Interesting. um but but to get that almost you know 30 years later was unbelievable you know and, and just such fond memories of those guys and the stuff you go through together and i mean we went 30 and 5 so it was a heck of a year
2: absolutely that's awesome USF. u.s now, no
0: one thing david could do a, a quick he, at seven foot he could stand still standing straight up and down and do a backflip wow was, yeah he was a freak that's was,
2: insane unreal i couldn't imagine uh, squash my dreams as a knicks fan in 99 but that's okay <laughs> we won't talk about
0: that usf new
2: basketball coach brian gregory congratulations and welcome to florida and best of luck to you this season and moving forward
1: hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino